0: Welcome to the memory hole show where we talk about interesting ideas, promote freedom and push back against authoritarianism. I am your host, Brian. Welcome back to the memory hole show everyone. So this week, I think I'm going to try something a little different. See, I'm one of those people. I don't know if you guys do this too, but I have a file on my phone in my notes app where I create these short monologues or jot down ideas. I'm having usually this happens when I'm driving. And, you know, there's no music or podcasts on or anything like that. And my brain goes down rabbit hole heaven. Now, I turn on voice to text and I start talking. But the problem is, is that I have a file that's miles long. And for what? Well, maybe this is the perfect place to air out some of those monologues. All right, let's go. First up, this was from Bridget Phetasy. Now, I heard her on a podcast recently with Brendan O'Neill, and they were talking about the fashions and the trends of different eras. So to paraphrase, she said something to the effect of, in the 1960s and 70s, that generation, men would grow long hair and women would wear pants. And then into the 80s and 90s, it became about piercings and tattoos and going goth. Each generation makes it another level up. Now we're at cut your dick off. What's the next tier gonna be? Unaliving yourself? So I wonder, and I really do wonder, in 10 to 20 years from now, is society going to be far enough away from the current fashion to see how generational this current trend actually is? And for those of you that aren't familiar with the term unaliving yourself, it's a term that is used to get by the algorithms, since terms like suicide get you demonetized. Doesn't it sound rather Orwellian? Either way, that's double good. Now, one of the things I will say, though, is that there wasn't a lot of money in growing your hair out. getting tattoos but there sure is in the current thing and it makes you wonder if the racket is driving all of this or having a big impact anyways okay so the next thought I had in my notes it's one I heard from Gad Saad and I believe it was him that I first heard this idea from he asked the question how many fingers are humans born with to which people always answer 10 but the point of the question of course is that We all know humans are supposed to be born with 10 fingers. However, not all humans actually are. And those humans that are born with 8 or 9 or 11 fingers are still considered to be humans. The important detail, though, is that we don't go and redefine what a human is because of the exceptions to the definition. Or at least we shouldn't. Now, in a more recent podcast, Gad went even further and he spoke about finger fluidity. Since not all humans are born with 10 fingers, should we call that finger fluidity? Are human fingers a spectrum then? I would go one step further than that and ask, how many fingers were you assigned at birth? It sounds crazy, right? And that's because it is. Okay. And then there was this little speech in my truck that I gave to myself. Well, to my phone really. Let's imagine that dinosaurs used to have intelligence similar to that of humans. And the thing is, is they believed that aliens existed. And they believed this because they would see things flying into the atmosphere and crashing into the Earth. So they concluded that the likelihood of something like that happening was so small that it must be intelligent life, that those things coming to the Earth must be spaceships that crash landed onto the planet. The problem was They could never verify this. Now, one day, long after the dinosaurs were gone, humans discovered those dinosaurs by discovering their bones in the ground. And what we could determine from the bones was the approximate size and shape of those creatures. We could see where they lived and what they ate. But what we couldn't tell from their bones or other physical evidence that we found was the dinosaurs' beliefs their subjective thoughts, their subjective values, and what they thought was true. All we know is they were dinosaurs. Now, in a similar way, if everybody on Earth died and aliens came to Earth and found our bodies, our bones and other remains, they wouldn't know what we thought either. Of course, they would be able to figure out some stuff based on what we built like skyscrapers and churches and stadiums, but they wouldn't know what we thought. They wouldn't know if you believed in a God or any other subjective belief. So if an alien dug up the bones of humans in order to study them, like we did to the dinosaurs, they would find two distinct types of humans. What they wouldn't be able to determine from the bones are the beliefs held by those human beings. All they would see are male bones and female bones. Now, when you're confronted with crazy ideas, Doing these kinds of thought experiments, like I just did, can help to clarify those ideas or to take it from another source. As I recently read from Jordan Peterson, if you have to force people to acknowledge your identity, then that is a sign that your identity is not congruent with reality. Personally, I think it's best to try to live in objective reality. But as humans, we have tons of shortcuts that we learn and develop over time, and many of those shortcuts or ideas turn out to be false. They're usually purely subjective and have nothing to do with reality. That's why I aim to, and although I'm not always successful at it, but I aim to be as congruent to reality or with reality as possible. Reality, as it turns out, is a great standard that is hard to beat. You can try to be subjective in your beliefs all you want, but reality is a bitch that won't let you get away with it. So if you enjoyed this pod, consider liking it in your podcast app and you can hit me up on Twitter if you have something to say. Good comments, bad comments, I don't really care. My handle there is at Show. and you can visit the show notes page over at memoryholeshow.com. Stay strong, stay real, and as usual, speak up or you'll get memory hold. All content from TheMemoryHoleShow.com and The Memory Hole Show podcast is for the purpose of entertainment and presented solely as opinion.